What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Mike Janella Show. I'm your host, Mike, obviously. This is my 90th, yeah, baby, 9-0. We're almost at 100. Woo! 90th podcast episode, hopefully, won't be my last. Today, we have Sam Carroll on the show. It's her first ever podcast. She is the owner, the momager, the mom and manager of Tinkerbell the dog, who is mega famous, a six-year-old Papatisse, which I learned uh, talking to Sam, was a six-year-old Papillon Maltese mix. Uh, Tinkerbell has more than 192,000 Instagram followers at the time of this recording, uh, not to mention all of her uh, followers on Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and Musical.ly and Snapchat and all those. Uh, Where you may have seen Tinkerbell, you probably follow her online with that many followers, but she's also been the face of ad campaigns for Ralph Lauren, Swiffer, Febreze, Charmin, Purina, PetSmart, a bunch of uh, travel blogs and tourism boards and industries and stuff like that. She's everywhere. She's been all over the place as an actress and social media superstar. So uh, you probably know Tinkerbell if you're listening to this episode. If you're new here, though, I would also appreciate uh, giving me a follow. I am shameless enough to ask for those, for all you Tinkerbell Army uh, members. I'm at Mike Janella across the board on all social media. And also, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if it's your first Mike Janella show experience, I would love if you subscribed to all the future episodes. If you gave me a nice rating or review, Tinkerbell would really appreciate it. So would I. And it will be awesome. I put out a lot of good content, I like to think. And I would love for you guys to be there to support me as we move forward. But now we get to Sam. We talk about what it's like to manage Tinkerbell, how good business is going for this dog. It's going really well. That's a hint. Taylor Swift meeting her this summer. I was super jealous. It's all coming up right now. Well, hey, Sam, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, You and Tinkerbell, how exciting is this? Chatting with me, hopefully very exciting. Hi, Mike. Yes, we, uh, Tinkerbell is right here with me. We are both very excited and uh, thank you. Oh, it's my pleasure. Well, we got a lot to talk about. Like I said at the top of the show, we're going to talk about what it's like being a momager for such a celebrity dog and how you've made this your life over the last couple of years and everything about you and Tinkerbell. But I always start every conversation with each one of my guests trying to get on as good a foot as possible. So I ask everyone the same question. So Sam, I'm going to ask it to you now. What's the best thing to happen to you this week? Wow, the best thing to happen to me this week is... It can be anything. Oh, gosh, there's so much that has happened already in this short week. Um, Spending a couple hours last night uh, with the famous actress Brenda Vaccaro. Oh, that's cool. So you got off to a good start this week. Uh, It's been nonstop. That's why I had to decide which was the best thing because (laughs) there's so much happening with Tinkerbell that, um, yes, but that was actually really fun, really amazing, really um, down to earth and just, if Tinkerbell brings these things to me that I would never think I would ever have opportunities for. Well opportunities including being on this show which is your first ever podcast i was a little i mean i'm not totally taking it personal that you didn't pick being on the mike janela show as the highlight of your week but maybe that's for next week i I won't take any of that's because it's not on yet right that's that's because we haven't we haven't officially yes so that'll be for today but you asked me so far this week yeah you're right i'm busted that's fair you never know mike how this interview can go which is why i didn't say it that's a good point well hopefully not too off the rails hopefully it'll be a fun chat um but that's a that's a good start that we're off to so far 
Uh, all right, well, let's get down to business then, Sam. Uh, I want to ask first just all the questions that everybody asks because you've done so many interviews and press appearances uh, with and for Tinkerbell. So let's get all those boring ones out of the way first. So, you know, how did you guys meet? How was she discovered to be so famous? What? Just give us kind of the origin story that I'm sure everyone has asked you a million times. Yes, and it's actually, it ends up being a great story because it's a true Cinderella story. I've never had any animals. I'm allergic to life. So... Oh, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, animal animal allergies, food allergies, and a lot of things. So anyway, so long story short, I was by my friends visiting at the animal shelter. This little dog was there for a couple weeks and wouldn't eat, wouldn't come out of her little cage. So I said, oh, let me see her. And lo and behold, I opened her cage and she came walking out of the cage to me. And they said, you have to take her home. And I said, I can't take her home. I don't know what to do with her. I've never had an animal and I'm allergic. P.S. A papatisse is half papillon, half Maltese, so she is totally hypoallergenic. And went home with Tinkerbell and stopped at every pet store on the journey and bought her more than she would ever need because I didn't know what to do. I bought food, <laughs> food for every size animal, all different flavors, millions of different treats, millions of toys, millions of beds, and. She, she was only a pound at nine months when I adopted her, so she even thought I was crazy. She's like, what am I doing with all of this stuff? <laughs> she's driving you into personal debt, and she also has no idea how to do anything with all this stuff for a little nine, uh, one pound, uh, little nothing. That's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. So I then would take her for walks and to try to socialize her with little harnesses that I'd have to sew to fit her because they were too big on her. And everyone would stop me saying, oh, what kind of dog is she? Can I, can I hold her? Can I touch her? Can I? So one of the people ended up being an animal agent. And she said, I want to work with this dog. And I said, no. The no turned into yes. And Tinkerbell's first booking at a little over a year was for Ralph Lauren. I've heard of that. I've heard of him. Yes, I think you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, so two quick, two quick things there, not to interrupt the story quickly, Sam. Number one, yeah, animal agents, those are a thing, huh? These are people just like walking around looking for cute animals on the street to put into campaigns and stuff. That sounds like an amazing career. Well, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew there were animal agents because I myself have been in commercials as an actor with animals. So I knew there was someone representing all these different animals that are getting this work. But I didn't realize, like, they would encounter someone and stop them and say, I love your dog. I want to work with her. Right. I guess and, I always think that, I mean, there's fame, you know, Lassie, there's famous, the dog from Frasier. They have to be some kind of representation. I guess exactly. I never thought of it like that, that they're just walking the streets and Hey, there's a cute dog. Let me go talk yes. to their owner. It, yeah. And that, that's really how it happens. And then Tinkerbell did have to pass some tests to be officially an animal actor slash model. Yeah. I read she, about this, um, like the hot dog test. What's that? Yes, the hot dog test. So they put hot, warm, steaming hot dogs down in front of Tinkerbell, but she can't touch them and she has to stay in a stay and resist and just do her task, which is to stay and not move. And most dog would go to eat the hot dog. So Most podcast hosts on this show would also go to eat the hot dog, just <laughs> for the record. <laughs> I, I think I'm with you, Mike. I would be with you. <laughs> I'd say, forget it. I'm going to eat. Yeah. And so Tinkerbell passed and stayed in her stay for a lengthy period of time. 
And she said, okay, she's passed the test. And I said, I didn't even realize there was a test. She asked me who trained her. I said, I did. And she said, oh, you're an animal trainer. And I said, no, this is my first animal ever. I just talked to her. And she's like, I don't care. Whatever works, it works. I don't care if it's normal, not normal. It works for her. And I want to work with her. And I said, okay. And that's it. That's how she booked her first job with Ralph Lauren. Supposed to be a quick shoot, one one photo, one kind of thing. And David Lauren, Ralph Lauren's son, ended up taking a liking to Tinkerbell on the set. I didn't realize he was David Lauren. I thought he was just a stylist named David on the set because he said, oh, Tinkerbell, come on, let's get you changed as soon as we arrived on set. So he put his little, you know, a jacket on her. Wow, this fits her great. And oh, she's so cute. And so he kept putting her in the shots, different shots, different videos, different photos, telling the photographer, I want stills of her, I want this. And I, and I thought, wow, this is a very pushy stylist and I'm not getting in the middle of it. But because the director kept saying, no dogs in this shot. And he kept saying, yes, dogs in this shot. So uh, ended up a short day, ended up being a long day. And a couple months later, Tinkerbell was the face of the campaign. It's it, like you said, Cinderella story. That's crazy. The, so the other thing I wanted to ask, because you originally, you just said, right, you there was a no to that animal agent. So what? Yes. It must be weird thinking back, oh, if you had stayed, no. What changed your mind? How? Because this could have been a whole different life for you if you went down that road instead. Totally. Tinkerbell would just be sitting on the couch watching TV every day. No, <laughs> <laughs> cute and adorable, just not, you know, famous and worldwide celebrity, right? Yeah, being a couch potato. Um, what changed my mind is just talking to her and being the open agent enough or to Tinkerbell? Say, well, all the above. No. Both? Okay. <laughs> I knew Tinkerbell liked her because right away Tinkerbell was went over to her and they had a little friendship bonding there. And I said, oh, Tinkerbell likes her. Okay, so she must be okay. And just talking to her, then I said, okay, I'll give it a try and we'll see what happens. And she said, okay, that's all you need is to try. And I said, exactly. So I'm willing to try things. And lo and behold, a, a try turned into a, a lifelong, amazing adventure. Wow. Well, the power of yes, right? Everyone always says, ah, I don't know. Should I? Should I not? You should more times than not because it works out like this. Yeah. You should always stay open to things that come your through, you know, through the door, you don't know what's going to happen. And I didn't know by getting a first animal ever that this would happen. So what's a typical day, week like now? Is this your job? Because you do have you have an acting past, a dancing past. Do you still yeah. have your own career or is managing Tinkerbell now your full-time gig? Well, everything is a 24-hour, 24-7 thing. I do still have the dance school, which I'm at and not at getting covers for me and I'm uh, acting it's a little slow for me right now which is fine because I'm able to devote more time to Tinkerbell which Tinkerbell herself is a 24-7 thing so I fit the dance school in around Tinkerbell's schedule <laughs> which is it's hard but um, it's it's I wouldn't change it for the world I wouldn't change it for the world so we just returned from Tinkerbell was shooting in Florida. She uh, had a whole week-long booking with Experience Kissimmee. So we just returned from there. We were there for a whole week shooting uh, throughout Kissimmee, different sites, different venues with them 
for this storyline they're doing for the 12 days of Christmas. And it's all about Tinkerbell trying to find Santa. We wrapped that up with an appearance on Good Day Orlando. Flew home at midnight. Uh, Tinkerbell got to rest. I got to work at the dance studio the next day. And now that brings us to yesterday, which was she was in the city. She had a couple of we had a couple of meetings and then we spent time with Brenda Vaccaro, which was fun and amazing. And we got home at 11 o'clock last night. So this morning is ready for Mr. Mike's podcast here. (laughs) Well, I hope I'm as fun or or at least in the same ballpark as uh, hanging out in Kissimmee and looking for Santa. That's that's tough company to keep. Oh, yeah. It's it's been amazing. And Tinkerbell is small. She's only five pounds, so she does get tired easily. But she was a trooper that, I mean, for the whole week, she was on set 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. And she did everything they needed her to do. Moving to locations, she would rest on my lap as we drove to the next spot. But she was on and ready, and she just had a great time. Is this all you? Do you have a team helping you out? Do you have someone doing I, social media, or is this how much of this is you? How much of this is a, is a Tinker Squad? I a have tink, a, I, team. I have a <laughs> yes, exactly. I now have Team Tinkerbell. Team Tinkerbell is comprised of my uh, best friend roommate Gina Baez, who is also an actor. Gina does a lot of the photo editing and posting for Tinkerbell on her social media. While I was in Florida, I have my friend Tyson, who's on Team Tink. He was with me behind the scenes shooting photos and videos in Florida and Kissimmee. So I try to always have someone who's on officially on Team Tinkerbell with me because I can't hold Tinkerbell and watch her and also do behind the scenes things with her that I need for content. Mm-hmm. So I always bring someone along and we do officially have a Team Tink and every one of Team Tinkerbell has a hat with Tinkerbell on it, a little baseball cap with Tinkerbell (laughs) and stickers and we're an energetic group of people and we just all get along. We're all friends and I feel like that's what you need to make anything work is that you're not surrounded by business acquaintances, you're surrounded by friends because everybody's more supportive then. Well, that was part of what I was curious about this whole life to me from the outside is how it affects your personal life, you know, because I know like my brother, for example, he and his fiance, they have a dog and they can't stay too far. You know, they can't do weekend trips or be with the family. Sometimes they got to go back and feed the dog and make sure she's taken out. And that's just a regular dog, a regular pet owner's uh, normal stuff. You have to do all that plus this career of Tinkerbell. So I was curious how yes. it affects Hanging out with friends, time with family. Um, you, does your roommate, is it cool with everything that, that goes on? So it seems like you kind of blend both together. That's your compromise for making it all work. Exactly. Um, I try to make everything work. I have a, you know, a very small group of friends, a very small family. So everything is small. But Tinkerbell is the diva herself. So she's, um, you know, if, I have to, if I'm at work and she's home resting and a day off, She's she takes care of herself. I always have food and water out for her. And being five pounds, she would never eat the whole bowl at once. <laughs> she She's a grazer, so grazes over the day. She has her own little potty area, which she, if she needs to go to the restroom, she goes into her little restroom over there. And she she's a diva. She takes care of herself and likes to relax and have her herself own time. Don't we all, right? <laughs> exactly. So she likes to be, she loves to be pampered, but also Tinkerbell takes me on all of these traveling adventures. So I, you know, 
I, I devote my life really to what Tinkerbell needs. But it's working out because obviously things are going well and you've been able to make this, you know, a, a life for yourself. This is a business. Yeah. There's no doubt about it, right? This is. Oh, it's a business. And, in, and, right. and once in a while, I will take this little diva to my business, which is a dance studio. And the kids flip out because they love it. It's she's not often there because she wants to see everyone. But the the special times that I'll, I'll have her there as a surprise appearance, the kids go crazy. <laughs> and instead of instead of their parents they're meeting their parents outside. They go outside and their parents come in to see Tinkerbell instead of waiting <laughs> in the car to pick up. So, so she does get to meet the kids at, at legs dance. And, um, she loves, loves that. And she's very social, which is not normal for an animal actor. She's, uh, she's very social, loves to meet people, loves to talk to people. So yes, this is a full-time career and managing her and all of the emails that come through on a 24 seven basis. You just keep up with it. It's incredible. I have a hard enough time keeping up with my own stuff sometimes. And I have, I think on Instagram right now, like 800 and something followers. So 190,000 plus all the other platforms and everything. I good for you. I don't know how you do it, but I guess that's part of the success is being able to handle all that. It's part of the magic of Tinkerbell. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> the ticker dust exactly <laughs> so how so i know you told fox business in 2016 that she brought in about twenty thousand dollars that year are you divulging how successful she's become now or is that still a, a bit of a state secret it's still of a state state secret however that's a very old figure right well it's 2016 <laughs> it's been two years so i assume exactly I assume she's making a lot yeah. more now tinkerbell's uh doing quite well for herself she's, let's say she's, we're this is an audio medium so how about cough twice if tinkerbell's doing okay <coughs> <laughs> there's a loud cough so there's some loud coughs i like it <laughs> tinkerbell no. is doing tinkerbell is doing quite okay she's so, got some savings building for herself so how, how does that part work so a lot of people i think more people are understanding how and they think of it more in human terms, I think, right? Celebrity influencers. You can pay Kim Kardashian X amount of money to feature your drink in an Instagram post or make, yes. a, you know, wear something like that. How does it work for Tinkerbell? I'm assuming that some of these, like Kissimmee, you know, these tourism boards, they're, I'm, I'm assuming, giving you some consideration to come down yes. and do that kind of stuff. But how does an animal make money through social, being social media friendly? Well, social media and her acting are two separate entities okay she's the only famous verified social media dog that's a professional actor slash model so her acting came first and she didn't have social media until about four jobs in for acting and modeling and then at that time the person on the set said i want to follow her what's her handle i said she's a dog she doesn't have one (laughs) and then one was made for her on the set and I just kept up with it. And, um, then her, her, her social media started blowing up and taking off. And she is also in some YouTube videos with my roommate. And some of them have gone viral, which have blown up Tinkerbell's Instagram more because people are like, who is that little dog in these videos? I want to follow her. So since her Instagram has become so large in her Facebook and everything. She's verified. That's when the products start reaching out via email to me. The agents don't handle that. The agents only handle her, her professional talent and modeling bookings, like in TV and in 
magazines and a newspaper, you know, like that. But the social media end, I handle and I negotiate for the products or I'll turn products down if I don't think it fits Tinkerbell's brand. Mm -hmm. So they'll email and say, how much would you charge for one sponsored post? So one sponsored post means I would curate, figure out an idea for their product that would fit Tinkerbell and make a little theme, do the photo shoot myself, and then a little Insta story. And then they'll tell me, okay, we like this photo. Let's use that one. So then I'll post the photo across Tinkerbell's platforms. And then that's it. It's like a one shot done deal, unless it's an ongoing campaign where she's signed contracts where like for Just Right Purina, she's now had for almost three years. Swiffer, she's now had for two years. So those are ongoing where you'll post monthly or every couple of months. But for a product individually, they'll reach out and say, we want Tinkerbell to do this. Can she do this? And then I negotiate the price, of course. And um, that's how that happens via email. So that's why her email is so you have to stay on top of it because all of these products are emailing, trying to get Tinkerbell to promote their post by paying for her. And good for you because uh, to have the business acumen, a lot of these big companies, I'm sure for someone, like you said, she didn't have a social media handle. So you're, I'm sure, learning yeah. this as you go. So for they could take advantage of you lowballing you with prices. So uh, just props to you. I don't even have a question on that. Just congratulations on being able to figure all that out and make it work it, in your favor. That's really impressive. It's, it's, it's you know, be, it's like having a, it's a business. It's a business owner. You have to have the mindset. You have to have organization and you just have to have common sense and you know, a lot of these companies will be like, oh, we'll send you this product if you can post for free. And I'm like, and I won't do that because that's crazy. Why why would I take all that time and use Tinkerbell's energy to, to put her in a photo if you're not paying for her to be in your clothing or whatever it may be? So, right, because you're sending the yeah. message that you're worthless, literally, uh, or your time exactly. and your money and your energy, right. Exactly. And and with Tinkerbell at the at the level she's at she there isn't a dog at her status so i can't do that because that sets the bar for everyone else who's way below her to be like well tinkerbell's gonna do it for free so you don't have any of the followers you should do it for free too and you know it's a business a rising tide lifts all dogs and you want to be the one at the very top and not have anyone else dragging behind you so I, that's that's very good it's very uh, uh very community driven too for the other dogs out there so that's that's very nice of her and you. <laughs> well, I guess. <laughs> it, it comes back, I'm sure, to help you out uh, in the long run. So you mentioned something before, and it, it reminded me of an episode of my show a couple episodes ago where you said, you know, Tinkerbell went from having no social media at all to just blowing up, especially on Instagram because it's such a visual medium. and She's such a visual you know, star. And the episode a couple episodes ago, it was uh, this actress and singer, uh, Alyssa Salvatore, who started this side project, which she calls The Starving Actress. And it's an Instagram page where she just goes to a different restaurant and does different you know, food stuff and just these food porn pictures and videos and that kind of thing. And that really took off. And she had a lot more success a lot quicker doing that than she did you know, her acting and her career prior. And I asked her, you know, is that weird? What what were your feelings that, you know, these pictures of food and stuff that you're not in succeeded where you maybe had had some difficulties? 
Now, you as an actress, was it, what was it like for you to see Tinkerbell just shoot off like a rocket ship uh, where maybe, you know, your previous acting experience, like you said, things get slow. I know what it's like being in media. I haven't had a job in six months. So I'm just wondering, you know, what, was that fun? Was it a little bit weird? Well, for me, what was it like no, for no. Well, for me, it, it just, it were, you know, I'm very all-American girl next door look, which is not the in look right now. So I'm, I'm accept, you know. I'm not naive. I'm accepting of, okay, this will, you know, this world goes in phases and this business goes in phases. But then when Tinkerbell's career took off, I said, well, there, this is the reason why I'm in a slower phase for myself because then I can devote to Tinkerbell what she needs. And I think for me, it's so rewarding because when she's on a set, I know what to do on a set because I've been on them and everyone on the set sends feedback to her talent agent saying, so professional, the girl knows exactly where to be, the girl knows exactly what to do, she knows timing, she knows this. So for me, it's a double-double. It's a win-win situation because I'm doing right, Tinkerbell's doing what I need her to do and is doing right for the product and clients. So I'm not at all jealous of Tinkerbell. I'm very proud of her. Very well said. I, I... To be honest, I feel I'm a little bit more petty. I don't know if I can handle it as well as you, but the way you put it, it just makes me feel a lot worse about myself and a lot better about you. We need more people like you in the world, I guess. Yeah, well, the one the one thing in this industry you also have to remember is you can't compete with kids and animals. They always steal the spotlight. That's true. So that's true. That, that's how the business is. And you, and you know what? If it's my animal that's going to steal someone's spotlight, I'll take it. It might as well be yours, right? Better than someone exactly. else's. Exactly. So exactly, if Tinkerbell's ready to do this, and I honestly feel like that's why she chose me at the shelter because she knew, I knew what to do and would take her on the adventure, even though I didn't know what to do in the beginning. But you figured it out, and she must have known before anybody else that you could. Yeah. So, exactly. So that's right, though. I mean, there are so many animals, right? There's, I mean, I see so many cats and dogs and just animals of all kinds that have social media presences and followings and lots of cute animals exist period you know I, I know friends my girlfriend my brother they all have animals that are adorable but they're not anywhere close to the levels that you have what do you think makes tinkerbell so special or has made her so special number one and then also like what tips do you have what would you say if anyone thinks hey my dog is just as cute and just as obedient how can i get her her him to be that famous so I guess, one, why is Tinkerbell so amazing? Why do you think? And two, what would you say to people maybe looking to follow in your footsteps? Well, Tinkerbell's really special because of her size. A, she's only five pounds. B, she's a Papillon and a Maltese. She's extremely intelligent, but she has so much discipline that she stands out from every other dog who's just a social media dog. There's the social media dogs can be cute and you can grab a quick photo of them. But when you put them on a set with a dog like Tinkerbell, they, they can't, they don't stay still for two seconds. I won't name names, but Tinkerbell just shot a job with a social media dog, very well known. And Tinkerbell was very judgy and diva and giving side eye because the dog couldn't stay still. <laughs> 
I was going to ask you later, are there like celebrity dog play dates? But I never thought about actual tensions on set. Yeah, like this is so De Niro diva. and Pacino or something. Yeah, she's so diva and judgy that she kept giving side eye. Like, come on, get it together. Sit still. What's wrong? <laughs> but that's, that's that's what makes her special is that she knows she knows when the camera's on. She knows when the, there's someone to look at. She knows where to look at all times without being told. It's just the oddest thing. This little body is some famous human actor in a previous life or something. But that's what makes her special and different is that you're able to take her somewhere and she'll know instantly once there's a fan there, she'll, she'll know, okay, they're taking a selfie. I'm looking at the camera and not giving them kisses, but she's, she just, it's just the, the most amazing little dog on earth. And I think that's why she's special. And anyone who wants to have, a career for their animals. Just take pictures. Don't stop posting. Don't take a day off. Keep up. Keep up. Keep up. It's a never-ending process. But if the dog's adorable enough, or the cat's cute enough, it'll or grumpy enough, as we've seen too, it'll pay yes, off grumpy. in the end. Um, yeah. A couple of quick hitters here for you, Sam, before we head to the last couple segments of the show. Uh, so I was going to ask already before, and I, you kind of talked about this with the two dogs uh, just before with the side eye, but. How does Tinkerbell interact with other dogs? Is Do you take her to dog parks still, or is she now just kind of hangs out with other celebrity dogs or their celebrity dog play dates? How does that part of the world work? Tinkerbell hangs out with celebrity humans. Tinkerbell, uh, right. <laughs> Tinkerbell doesn't do doggy parks or doggy play dates, really. She, when she's on a set, if there's another animal that's a professional animal actor, she's fine with them, and she does what she needs to do to get the job done with them, but... Normally, she'd rather be with a human than an animal. Speaking of celebrity humans, one of my all-time favorites. I've been to her last two world tours. The Taylor Swift thing. How yeah. cool! How cool is that? It was beyond cool. It was like, honestly, it was not scripted. And if there weren't millions of people in the stadium that day, I would not have any photos or video because it was not scripted. So I was not prepared for her to come take Tinkerbell out of my arms and hug her and kiss her in, in the middle of her concert. It was the most amazing thing because I'm a huge fan of Taylor Swift. So I was just shocked and everybody started screaming and it was amazing. It it's was unbelievable. So cool, and there was yeah. no, there was no cell service at the stadium. So I didn't realize the impact Tinkerbell and Taylor had just made on that audience until i was out of the arena it was and my phone was blowing up with twitter with this with that it was unbelievable yeah i think it's two crowds uh taylor swift fans and fans of adorable dogs that that overlap have a lot of overlap so putting the two of them together pretty yes. cool you, you can see the video it's it's i think a pinned tweet to the tinkerbell page right so if anyone wants to yes, see taylor swift kiss the uh the subject and just freak out <laughs> over the subject of this podcast uh, check it out online. The video is there and available. It, it was just amazing. That was something that is is pinned there because I'm in awe that, that Tinkerbell and Taylor spent time together. Like, it was just amazing. Hey, I've never been more jealous of a dog, I don't think, uh, than in that moment. So, nice job, <laughs> Tinkerbell. So what would be the uh, the dream project? This is the, my last big question before we do a couple of fun things at the end. 
Uh, you've done a lot of traveling. You know, Tinkerbell has her travel blog. You've worked, obviously. You've mentioned some of the brands. I mentioned a couple at the very top of the show. What would be a dream project, though, for her and for you? What's the, what's the big time? I would love for Tinkerbell to book a, a movie or a, a TV show that's ongoing, not just like one little episode or one little scene. I want her to have her own Tinkerbell the dog show like Lassie or <laughs> I want, I want, I, I just think that would be amazing. And I think she's ready for it after, you know, usually she has shoots that are like two days or, you know, something like, but after this full week of shooting, she proved that she's ready and can be on set for all of those hours and just bring her game every, every shot. So I know she's ready. I would love for her to have a movie or a TV show. All right, there we go. Uh, this just came to my mind. Uh, just real quick, was she already named Tinkerbell when you got her? Or what was the story of giving her that name? Oh, no. It was a terrible name. She, Her name was not Tinkerbell. Um, her name was Little Sis, L-I-L-S-I-S. <laughs> a lot of apostrophes there. Yes, and I... When she came out and they said, well, you have to take her home. I said, I don't know what to do with her. And I said, wait, what's her name? And they said, little sis. And I said, that's terrible. No wonder why she didn't like where she was. I don't... <laughs> so first thing you did before you bought a million different treats and toys and, and beds was change the name, which I think is, is was good for brand and for marketing. Well, I didn't know. I said, can, can I change her name? I didn't, I didn't know if I was even allowed. I didn't know what to do. So... They said, sure, she's only nine months. You can change your name. And they said, what do you want to name her? And I, she was so small that she just looked like a little fairy. So I said, Tinkerbell. And a legend was born. Um, Sam, the, the way we end every show is with the fun five. But we'll get to that in a second because I also like to give my guests a chance to turn the tables, is what I call that. So I ask all the questions of you. If you'd like, you don't have to. You can, though, ask any question you want of me. I like to give my guests that opportunity. So if you'd like, Sam, the, the time is yours. Turn the tables if you'd like. Or you can pass. Totally up to you. Uh, okay, sure. So do you have any animals yourself? I do not. I love them, but I think I'm a little bit too selfish and irresponsible to care for another living thing right now. So I think it's better to have other people take care of them instead of me. And then you can look at all Tinkerbell's pictures and enjoy that. that yes, way. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and I'll, I'll leave all the email answering and the 24-7 on call to you. And I'll just look at them on Instagram and double tap. And I think everybody wins. Yeah. Okay, good. Next question. Um, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Oh, that's a great question. Yeah, so we're recording this right before Thanksgiving. Uh, for those of you who may be listening after Thanksgiving, I'm going to my parents and my brother's dog, Stella, who is um, a mix they adopted, they rescued. They have no idea what her you know, whole formula is, but she's adorable, my favorite. She's basically my little niece, so she'll be there, so I'm excited to be with her. But yeah, my mom and dad, they've hosted Thanksgiving for as long as I can remember. We get like 30-plus people every single year uh, around a big table and it, it's one of my favorite days of the year. So heading home to mom and dad's, I'm excited. How about you? Any any fun plans? Um, just going with my my family. I have a very small family, so it's just my mom and my sister, and we'll we'll enjoy a little bit of our Thanksgiving. But that that's it. Nothing uh, exciting and earth shattering. My my tradition is to get up every 
Thanksgiving morning and watch the Macy's Parade. Ah, yes. And watch it from the comfort and heat of your own home. Instead of, I saw people already looking out there today where they're going to stand. It's going to be like 20 degrees on Thanksgiving. Plus wind. Plus, Plus wind. wind. Yeah, I think you, yeah. you've got the better idea. Um, exactly. Last right, so, question for you. Oh, you got one more? Okay, yeah, I like this. You're taking advantage. Go for it. <laughs> do you like apple or pumpkin pie? Apple. 100%. I, I do like Me pumpkin, too. but if I had to pick one or the other, it's apple. A little bit of ice cream on top, a la mode. Mm, beautiful. See? That's why we get along. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Fast friends. <laughs> like Both like dogs, both like apple pie. What else do you need to get along with somebody, right? Exactly. There oh, you go. <laughs> the best. Uh, Sam, we end every show with the fun five. These are five quick, fun questions designed for you and you alone. So let's rip through these. Uh, question number one, what is Tinkerbell's favorite place that she's traveled? And what's your favorite place that you guys have traveled together? I think I have to say... Definitely for Diva Tinkerbell, Paris, France. Ah, enchanté. And I have to agree because it was just the most perfect place, setting, everything. There's nothing about it that wasn't amazing. It's one of my, I'd say, top five favorite cities in the world, too. So I'm with you. I'm on board. It's it's an amazing place. Go if you haven't, anybody listening. Uh, Question number two. Um, She's still a dog, so I'm sure she has one. What's Tinkerbell's favorite treat? Oh, she loves Greenie's toothbrushes, the mini size, because she's so small. She needs the small ones, but she loves those little toothbrushes. I like it. If you want to send Tinkerbell a Christmas gift, you guys know what to get her. Uh, Question number three, Taylor Swift, you've already done, right? So what celebrity next would Tinkerbell or you most like to meet? Definitely Anna Wintour, because Tinkerbell's hairstyle is is just like <laughs> Anna Wintour's bob. They have the same diva personality and attitude and the giant sunglasses and the whole style. So, Anna Wintour, if you're out there, Tinkerbell's waiting for you. I'm not sure she listens to this show, but maybe <laughs> one of her interns or assistants will get it on her desk, on her iPhone, you know, hopefully. So, Anna, if you're listening, let's make this thing happen. I, I see an amazing Instagram picture post. Me too. In the oh, my gosh. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, question number four. So, Sam, we talked about how you've had your acting career, and I went to your website and dug through your resume, and I saw some listed skills of Taekwondo and Irish step dancing. So, Question four, when do we get a video of you and Tinkerbell maybe doing some of those? Oh, well, I don't know if Tinkerbell can learn karate, but I can try. (laughs) Um, And, of course, being a dancer, Irish step dance is just something else that, you know, I thought I would need along the lines. You never know. Just like uh, I had to do a swing dance for a Wendy's commercial. So I try to, as a dancer, just get as many forms under my belt as possible and maybe one day you'll see tinkerbell's feet and my feet doing some little <laughs> dancing i would hope so i think that'd be fun uh, and then question number five last one she seems like you know managing her and her burgeoning career has your plate full but would you ever get tinkerbell a little brother or sister well i don't know if she would be accepting of that mm. because she's very only pup kind of diva but i might down the line consider it yes maybe she needs a little friend down the line maybe we'll call him peter pan you know what 
I couldn't think of a better a better <laughs> name for a companion for Tinkerbell. Isn't that the truth? Well, Sam, thank you so much. Uh, plug, I mean, I'm sure everyone who's listening uh, is a Tinkerbell fan, so they've probably come across her social media before. But plug everywhere that people can find out more about her, about you. If they're interested, I'm sure they are. So where can they go looking? Well, just uh, if you Google Tinkerbell with an E at the end, the dog, Tinkerbell has a Wikipedia now that's... Uh, some... <laughs> I saw that. It's amazing. I, I know. Can you imagine? I was shocked one day when I woke up and saw that. <laughs> I keep waiting. I keep dropping hints to my friends and family because I've done some cool things in the past. You know, I've had some high-profile jobs. I keep dropping hints. Hey, you know, one year for my birthday, I would love someone to get me the gift of a Wikipedia page because you can't make your own. But no, no one's taken me up on it yet. But Tinkerbell has one, so I'm very but jealous. But I think very cool. there's like a, a Wikipedia fairy because I don't know who makes these or does it, but they just appear. It's, it's great. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, so Tinkerbell the dog, Wikipedia, she's got her amazing website that just won a third award. She won the W3 award, which if you saw in her story, uh, this giant trophy, Tinkerbell was a little afraid of because it's bigger than her. And <laughs> <laughs> but Tinkerbell the dog on Instagram, Facebook, uh, she's got Snapchat, she's got TikTok slash Musical.ly, which she's also crowned and verified on. She's everywhere, so just Tinkerbell the dog any way you can. All right, beautiful. And for those of you who maybe are new to me, visit MikeJanella.com. I have not won any giant trophies yet, but someday. <laughs> and, of course, Mike Janella on all social media. You can also find uh, information on all past episodes, catch up on old episodes of the pod you may have missed. And how'd it go, Sam? Your first ever podcast, you and Tinkerbell. She was very quiet the whole time. Was she okay? Yeah, she's chill. She's just listening. She's making sure I answer her questions correctly. But um, it was amazing. I thank you for being the first one. Oh, well, it was my pleasure, Sam. Thanks so much. And my best at Bell. Happy Thanksgiving and the rest of the holidays to you guys. Thank you. You too, Mike. Thank you. All right. And uh, thank you to Grapes for providing us with the outro music you're hearing right now. And most of all, thank you guys for listening. I'll do even better next time. See ya.